turn my headphones up. Do Costinha na mesa, sentiu-se aqui um desgosto. Costa bola para Portugal, vai Eder, vai Eder, vai Eder, vai Eder, foi o que chuta, chuta, chuta! Ready to talk about soccer? Yep. Yeah, we yeah, just I'm had our delicious Portuguese Perfect. chicken meal. Yes. I'm fed. The best Portuguese chicken? Some of the best, yeah. The best. That's what they say. Huh? Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Amendments and notes. Um we have oh, all the, the Lille players. And the four Portuguese or the five Portuguese players at Lille. Renato, Font, Zika, Tiago Diallo. And then in the reserves, there's Edson Juan de Celta, which is probably why we've never heard of. Nice of them to mention him. Yes, he gets a little shout out. We also we also have the amendment of uh, uh, one of our listeners. Neil said there are five Portuguese league winners last week. We mentioned that we said we just said in passing, like uh, I think only four teams have pretty much won it. But we, were yeah, we know th- we know there's five. We were joking. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> Um, and that, oh, but man. thank you for the for the correction, and uh, um, and we thank you for your service. And then also, <laughs> we also, uh, I would like to uh, apologize. I was listening to the episode back last week, and I got this like I was. They told me to be really up on the mic because my levels are always so bad. But <laughs> I have this like Tony Soprano heavy breathing thing. You can like hear my the Joey Diaz. my nail yeah. my nasally like breathing <laughs> in the back of everything like. <laughs> it's very annoying. So your I'm gonna try and be stuffed up. Like I'm, gonna, Rick I'm, Rouse. Gonna, I'm gonna try and I have a deviated septum. I'm gonna try and be off the mic. So a you're little, apologizing little to us on the podcast. That's right. <laughs> no, to the listener. For the people. This oh, is for the people for the, at home. Okay. This is the airing of grievances. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's an amendment. This is like confession. We gotta do confession before we start. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I have Even... I have a confession. I've been touching myself during all these podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's why you wanted that. <laughs> That's why you wanted the blanket. <laughs> I have been, but when I listen back to them, I'm, when I'm listening to my own voice. Okay, we had Champions League today, and we had Europa League last week, which uh, Bruno Fernandez crushed it. He came back, he scored two goals, and he got an assist. Yeah, goal, assist, penalty. Yeah, United against Roma, they beat them 6-2. It's like he got the cycle, like in baseball. You know how you do like one of everything? Mm-hmm. Get the is there like a cycle for uh for soccer? Yeah, the Gordy Howe hat trick. The Gordy Howe, well, it's called the perfect hat trick. Header. Header, left foot, right foot. Left foot. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know, guys. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to be lighter. No, no, I got here. it. I got it. Lighter. This wasn't funny. Uh, and then today, Ruben Diaz locks it down for Manchester City. They beat PSG 4-1 on aggregate, 2-0 today. And he got man of the match. Oh yeah, it was a it was a bit of a madness game. Like once Di Maria, those I would say the those um, PSG players a bunch of babies. Yeah, they, losers. Yeah, yeah once like they it. got they didn't have their little Mbappe on the field, and also like ran off the park, kind of like couldn't do what they wanted to do, you know. And then they just got so frustrated. They were like sliding. They were just being really like not rough in terms of like using their body, just like. Bad tackles, sliding people, stepping on people. Yeah. Uh, Danilo should have got red carded too with that. He did like a scissor tackle. Like it was mess. Pochettino telling these guys. Lots of babies. I don't know. Yeah, and the coaches were just sitting back. Like Pochettino wasn't like, hey, everyone calm down, chill out. He would just like let him go. It's like know. hit him harder. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pochettino was a bit of a rough player. I don't know. Throwing bows out there. Okay. Um, what else happened in Champions League? Manchester, or no, tomorrow is Chelsea and Real Madrid. And they're tied 1-1, so that'll be exciting. I'd like to see City-Madrid. I don't want to see City-Chelsea. That's just too Premier League. I don't want to see an all-English final, but I do would rather see Chelsea. Just admit, you're a Chelsea fan. I am a Chelsea fan. Yeah, tell them. Don't be shy about it. I love Chelsea. I feel like you've been secretly hiding it this whole time. I've come out as pro-Chelsea many times. You've come out of the closet as Chelsea? You're pro-Chelsea? pro-Chelsea. I've said I'm pro-blue team. I'm Porto, I'm Chelsea, and I'm Yeah, he's a blue man group. I'm in the blue man group. 
Chelsea has something to be proud of. They pretty much stopped the Super League, which is very nice of them to do. Thank you for your yes. service. It wasn't just that. Let's not give them was, all I the credit. City was the one that started it. Their fans are the ones who said, we're not playing unless or we're stopping the bus. Yeah. Mm. And then this week, they took it a step further. Uh, so this weekend, Manchester United fans, they rushed Old Trafford and delayed and eventually had the game canceled of United versus Liverpool. Yeah, I had nothing to do that day. I was really excited for that game. <laughs> well, fans thought otherwise. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was like just following like a live news story that I cared about that was exciting. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what's going to happen next? Yeah, they just took over the field and they pretty much demanded that they get rid of the American owners, the Glazers, who also own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or this is going to happen every week. Maybe. I think I think for this week is just like this is like one of the biggest games, if not the biggest game historically of the Premier League. So it's like this is the week that we're like, fuck you. This is the fuck you week. It's the biggest statement. But if it, if you want to get them out, you do it every week. You cost them yeah. money after money after yeah. money. You say you're not playing anymore. I mean, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I love it. But this is one personally, of the weeks, I love it. This is one of the weeks that has like such an insane viewership that it's like it. It definitely hurts. What well, also coincidentally happened to be the first home game, right? Oh yeah, that's true. And it was the weekend that everyone's like, guys, let's have a social media blackout. No one share or report anything. And, yeah, they decided uh, to, it was clever. It's kind of clever. It will be interesting to see if the Glazers, like, up their, like, kind of, like, security. Say, yeah. like, we're not going to allow that to happen again. They said they if don't they give a fuck. They're not up. selling. They said, they said this doesn't change anything. Well, let's see if you don't sell. And then where it comes down to is, like, money-wise, if you make the club so toxic, so bad that no one wants to touch it, then the sponsorship sponsorships drop out. And then once that happens, that's when kind of like the ball starts rolling of like, now you're not as profitable. And then once you're not as profitable, then they're not making as much money. And then then those th- kind of See, things happen. See, but then you're like eroding your own team. I think you have to. If you're, if you're that committed as a fan, I would rather see them, if this is me talking, like, and if this is my club, I'm like, let's drop them down to the bottom. We don't care. Like, dropping down right down to the bottom league, and we'll bring them back up after, and that'll be fun in its own way. You know what I mean? Jeez. Why don't you come out of the closet? You're a United fan, aren't you? I'm not a... No, no, I'm a fan of football. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro, like, power-to-the-people kind of person. So I, I think if, like, don't let these billionaires, you know, fuck up your club or, or take, take it hostage or use it as their own bank. Like, get out of here. The people have the power. Yeah. Yes. I saw United fans saying, like, oh, our Florida United fans have to stop the Tampa Bay games from being played. <laughs> like, That's not going to happen. No. No. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they start tailgating. They're like, you know what, guys? I just want to watch some football. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. that's a little, that's a, that might be a little too far. But I think what you do have to do if you're in England is the NFL is trying to come to England. You got to say, like, that ain't happening. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we're not watching any of the games. We're not going to let anyone else watch the games. And we're not going to, like, if you want to come here and fuck up our thing, like, uh-uh. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't let those games happen either. Yeah. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, so I didn't know this, but they had the, um, their, like, green and gold from their classic jerseys. That's their, like, kind of fuck you to the Glazers that people have been wearing and bringing to games since they took over. Well, they've been against them for a while. Oh, this yeah, isn't yeah. just the Super League. Super League is kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back of like this, uh, like we can't continue with this. But yeah. for a while, they've hated them, even the Fergie years and stuff. So that was uh, pretty nuts. <laughs> see if that continues. We'll see uh, if this Liverpool game ever gets played. Do you think they should just give them the win? Or like, sh- is yeah, a lot of people, a lot of Liverpool? people. Yeah, yeah you'd have to the give vis- Liverpool they're the, the win, visiting. Right? They couldn't play the game because. Nah, I want to earn it. So maybe they miss Europe then. <laughs> Who knows? As a fan, though, would you guys agree? Do you guys agree that, like, sometimes you have to take down your club to, like, make it better or make it, you know? Yeah, if their ownership is that bad. Yeah, you gotta like do whatever the, it takes like to the get Leafs. them out. It's yeah. like when people were like, hey, let's all stop buying Leaf tickets because they suck. And yeah. they eventually were like, hey, let's get serious and, like, get a real coach and bring in actual players and have a plan. Well, because they sold out no matter what. Like, yeah. no matter what team they put on the ice, they sold out the, the stadium, and it didn't matter, and a bunch of people didn't care until they got, like, uh, Shanahan in there and stuff, right? But <laughs> They um, play their 82 games every year, Yeah, and it's always a full stadium. 42 of them are sold, or 41 of them oh, yeah. are sold out, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah. sometimes you have to see your, your team fail. Fall apart. 
You got to throw eggo waffles onto the field. That's right. That's how you get it all started. <laughs> Let go, my eggo. Alrighty. Liga Nas this week. What happened? Maritimo beats Braga. Benfica beats Tondela. Porto beats Family Count. And Sporting beats Nacional. Uh, Sporting still in first place. Still undefeated. 76 what? points. Porto behind him with 70. Benfica with 66. Braga with 58. The battle at the bottom is great. I... I this isn't my original idea because I saw it on, on Twitter, but someone said that adding of the extra, the third relegation spot that's like a playoff mm-hmm. has really like intensified or made the bottom more interesting. Because usually it'd be like there's two teams who are who suck, the third team is usually safe and they're fine, and then the rest of the teams above that are also safe. Yeah. Because of adding that third spot, it's a big fight and it's like it w- makes the league way more exciting yeah, all the man. way throughout. Love that dog fight at the bottom of the table. Mm-hmm. That third last place game will be crazy too. I'll watch that. So uh, notes for this week on uh, Benfica. So after Benfica won, they won two nothing. Pretty simple mm-hmm. game. I thought they would might have lose before the Porto game, but it was Goals pretty from simple. Pizzi and Everton. Yeah, and then it was in Tondela, and then right after the Tondela game, the game ended, and the, they played on the like on the big stadium speaker. Billy Talent red flag. What? <laughs> oh, big over there. Shout out. Isn't that weird? Billy Talent's big in Portugal? <laughs> I guess so. specifically. Good for them. <laughs> it's such a random, you know, song. Or that is, thing. yeah. Oh, Billy Talent's a worldwide band. Yeah. They had their moment. Billy Talent 1. Billy so Talent 2 was like on my CD player, almost like scratched up how much I played yeah. that thing. Yeah. I think 1 was better. Good streets fill, boys. I like mm. 1 better as well. Um, in Porto game, Tony Martinez scored as well as Taremi on the spot and then Grujic. Um, in the sporting game, Fadal scored a late header and Giovanni scored a penalty in extra time. Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so this Thursday, Porto played Benfica. If it's a tie, does that seal it for Sporting? Maybe not seal it, but that's like a walk in the park. If uh, Sporting gets back up to eight point lead, yeah, I think yeah. that's that's they're feeling pretty safe about that. If they get okay. seventy nine and Porto has seventy one, Porto need Benfica yeah. needs to get up to sixty nine and Porto. It's gonna be a good game, man. So I just Benfica's hope Grujic of... doesn't play. Like I'm worried about this guy. This guy is a killer. <laughs> He's straight, a killer, man. Straight from Liverpool. And then, so this week was the Mother's Day in Portugal. Yes. And oh, Sport TV man. posted some kind of weird... Why would they do this? <laughs> some kind of weird note that Pepe said in a quote, I slept with my mom until I was 17 years old? What oh, the fuck? I don't know, man. <laughs> Pepe? Yeah. Just to show how much he loved his mom. That's where he gets all his confidence from. At the back. <laughs> That's why he's a tough guy. When did he say this? I don't Wait, know. Quote, but it has a It has yeah. an end quote. I, I think... think I think it was just, like, an exaggeration yeah. on his part. Like, but like and, Sport TV. and Sport TV's like, oh, let's take this out of context. <laughs> yeah, let's share this. All these people are telling him backstage, like, dude, you slept with your mom since 17? <laughs> and then he has to get angry and defend himself. He and he's just it. Been, he's just mad at everybody. That's where it gets his good defending from. Isn't there another story where he said, like, oh, I went to Portugal and I didn't have any money by myself when I was however many years old? And, you know, some guy in an airport gave me, a, uh, bought me a donut or a coffee, and I love Portugal. Since then, it's like... <laughs> you moved on to figure yeah. better things. Gotcha. Okay, guys. Yeah. Sporting moves towards another historic uh, title. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But uh, I want to talk about the history of Sporting. Yeah. So, uh, the club was started in 1902 by Horta Gavazzo and Francisco de Pont. And I think it just, it was like, Lasted a year and then it, it folded and then two years later they started it back up with uh, Jose Avalad. I think he was he was rich. I think he brought the money and kind of made it stick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's still Sport Club Belage, and I think it's just like a fancy club for people to go and play tennis and uh, fencing and have little picnics and fancy stuff. Fancy boy sports. Fancy oh, boy sports. So this is the rich man's club yeah. sport oh. team. Oh. And then. Uh, well, I think it's like they, they did it and they started a soccer team and then that was part of it. And then eventually all the people in the club were just like, let's just have picnics. I don't want to have any more sports. <laughs> no more and sports. Then... Drop the lawn bowling. Drop the sailing. Yeah. Picnics and soccer. That's it. Uh, no, I don't even think they no, want drop soccer. In the soccer. They don't drop want soccer. They just want to have picnics. Picnics and social social. A social club. Yeah. This is a social club. These, these all... 
started as clubs, right? It's yeah. Like exclusive. Well, this is like us getting together, drinking, and doing a podcast. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so we can start we'll a, po- a soccer team in no time, guys. Jose Avalad and Jose Gavazzo using uh, the Viscount. Viscount Avalad, which is, I think he's like a count, you know, and they have like counts and barons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the like Viscount, on Sesame Street? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I like guess Count so. Chocula? Like Count Chocula. <laughs> One, <Okay>. two. <laughs> I think this is his grandfather, Jose Avalad's grandfather, to use the money to uh, create Sporting Club de Portugal. On July 1st, 1906. And yeah, then they, they had their team officially. Um, they got the lion from the family crest of some politician named Fernando de Castelo Branco. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cool. Mr. White Castle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, they asked to use his coat of arms and he said, yes, you can use it as long as you change the color from blue to anything else. And then they went with green. Bad choice. Guy doesn't like blue, man. So, Jose Avalad, he died in 1918. He was 33. That sucks. The pneumonia got him. The pandemic. Damn. He was anti-vax, this guy. Definitely anti-vax. And anti-mask. I ain't wearing a goddamn mask. (laughs) He was going around. (laughs) I like things that aren't blue and no mask. (laughs) So then league, league play, like I think organized playing starts in like the 30s. Uh, Porto win the first one, and then Benfica take three in a row. Porto take up two more, and then Sporting eventually get their first win in the in 1940 under the coach uh, Josef Szabo, who's Hungarian. Hmm. And then they dominated for quite a few years. They picked up 13 championships. They were led by the legends known as the Five Violins. Fernando Peroteo <laughs> scored 332 goals in 197 games. <laughs> That's insane. That's what, <laughs> we, that's what Wikipedia says. Holy shit. He says they have a club record of 543 goals and unofficially apparently has 635. Love those Wait, unofficial unofficially? goals. He has scored. double unofficially? He was counting. The ones he counted. <laughs> he counted them. Why wouldn't he just make it 1,000? <laughs> hey, that's what Romario make did. Yeah. Oh, and then this is their stadium. Stad Jose Avalad. So it used to just be a little flat, boring thing. And then they... <laughs> Got upgraded. They got a nice little dome. I think that was it at like their peak. And then it's literally like next door to the new one. Yeah. What do they do with the old one now? Uh, it's probably flat. It's probably it's the, park- probably the yeah, parking lot. I, I, I don't think it's there anymore. Yeah. And that's the new one. I don't know, man. Those 2004 stadiums they made for the Euro, that, some of them are not not very attractive. Which one? The, I like the way they look. The Averu one? The Averu one. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of garbage put together. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through through those. We should do that one day, just go through those 2004 stadiums. But I like the new Alva lot. I like the Luge. But we were just, yeah. me and um, Patrick were just watching this uh, Rude Costa special on YouTube. It was like this long interview with him. And he, it doesn't really cost to say there's something magical about that first stadium that... Uh, the old luge. Well, right? yeah, it held like 120,000, right? Yeah, just it was like... It humongous. Whoa. just went on forever. That's like Wembley. Really? Yeah. But <laughs> it, it was the exact same design as that Alpha Lot, where it's just like a big open dome that it yeah. increasingly goes out and out and out, right? So, um... Is that why that Portugal stadium that they play in is like that? Could be. Yeah, yeah. It looks like that, yeah. It fits more people. But, I mean, there must be a big difference between being in a stadium with... Uh, 100,000 people around you compared to oh, yeah. 60, I think, is the 60-something. Yeah, 60 is the, the, the average. Hey, we could look it up, but we're just not going they, to. Just they oh, big. <laughs> yeah, I went to the uh, the Allianz for a Bayern game, and when it got there, it was like 70,000 people, and they're all chanting at the same time. I'm like, they all scary. know all the lyrics to all the songs. This is terrifying. It's terrifying. I bet. In the best way. Germans, yeah. too. Wow. <laughs> 70,000 yeah. Germans yelling at you? No thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. No thank you. Uh, so Sporting have had some major slumps. They won in 74, which is kind of like the end of an era for them, of their winning weight, winning times. Uh, they picked up two wins in 80 and 82, and then they went on an 18-year slump until 99 and 02, and they're kind of at it again. It's kind of history just repeating itself. It so they're at like 19 or 18 years right now. Did we not say in a former episode, time is a flat circle, and we're all just uh, repeating the same things over yes. and over again? 18 years. So it's about time. Um, so overall, they picked up 18 titles, 17 Tassas, three Tassa de Ligas, eight Super Tassas, four Campeonatos, which is the championship before the league started, and then one European Cup Winners Cup in 63-64. See, I didn't know it was the rich man's club, because I always thought, like, 
the I think it was the club of the dictator, right? Like, well, he think... probably picked that because it's like more the working class club. Maybe that we'll have to when sense. we do our deep dive on Benfica, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see that. But this is yeah, very posh. Oh, we're not even <laughs> we don't even want to play soccer anymore. Let's just go <laughs> to the want, park. <laughs> we want picnics. Yeah, let's do. Let's only focus on tennis and sailboating. Yeah, that is uh, the history of the sport thing. We got some great uh, great guys coming up from there. Who's that fucking guy with the massive unibrow? Uh, that's Fernando Pe- Perotto. That's what he looked like he had a giant unibrow? Yeah. yeah. He scored all of his 632 goals. That he man was like... the most handsome man in 1934. <laughs> he was the leader of the five violins, guys. Yeah. That guy fucks. If uh, you were putting together, though, a team of Portuguese players, like a Euro, Euro team, and you can only pick the products from one certain club or whatever to face, I think you would you would pick sporting for sure. For yeah, Portuguese well, you got Ronaldo players, yeah. yeah, yeah, you got Ronaldo Figo. You don't really have a striker. Maybe push the. Uh, you got a goalie. Know, or did he come out of Porto? He's got Bruno. You got Nani. João Moutinho. Yeah, got some. You got yeah. some good choices. Classic Portuguese. You got a great midfield and forward. <laughs> Defenders Who's playing so defense. Much. Nobody. You got a great that. unibrow. Yeah, maybe that unibrow <laughs> guy. And then Sporting's also very famous for having, like, international schools around the world. You got, like, 50 academies all over the world. I feel like the most famous uh, thing that happened in Sporting was when they were trying to get Eusebio, and then Benfica snapped him up from them, and they're still mad about that. Like, to <laughs> Oh, day. really? Well, the fortunes of the two clubs completely change based off Eusebio, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like, one team became... Yeah, because if you look at the the leaderboards here... Yeah, because, like, Sporting dominated through the 40s and the 50s. And then I don't have the 60s there, but it's pretty much all red. I think Sporting grabbed one one championship yeah. in the middle 60s. Yeah, and Eusebio was there probably, I think he was there from, like, 62 to about 75 or 76 or something. Mm-hmm. It was 15 years. So yeah. Eusebio just played in Benfica for, like, almost his whole career? Yeah, so they wouldn't let him leave. Uh, <laughs> a lot of clubs... You're too good. Clubs in, like, France and Italy, I think, wanted to... Would be willing to pay for him and pay him more money, which, of course, Eusebio would have wanted. But um, Salazar didn't want Eusebio to leave Portugal, right? Which is kind of crazy. Imagine if Ronaldo was never allowed to leave Sporting. That's some slave master bullshit. Ooh. Well, it was a it was a dictatorship, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like Mozambique was a part of Portugal, like the way, like Hawaii is part of the states. Like yeah. back then, it was just like that's that's our country. You live there. That's that we own that country. That's no, us. no. But, it wasn't even a different country. It was it was also Portugal. But once he was at Benfica, no, no, I know. Like he saying. had offers to go, and yeah. they were like, "You, you're not going anywhere." You keep playing here. He played for Toronto. He did. He came. Yeah. And Toronto, Betamar. Metro Croatia, I think. Yeah. And what? Oh, Betamar. He yeah. also played at Betamar. I saw a Betamar bar today. That's crazy. We all have a connection to Eusebio. Is that crazy? Oh, up, up north in the... Uh... Alpha, uh, I think it was Western Road. Betamar yeah, bar. I think I've seen that before. There's the Betamar Shurishkeda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should check out some food from there one day. Yeah. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Maybe. <laughs> What up? We're looking for sponsors for anyone that wants to give us free Portuguese chicken and or wine and Superbok. Let's yeah. just switch to a Bayamar podcast. We'll talk about that team <laughs> every week. I don't mind. Sure. Um, They're in the third division. They're coming up. They'll make their way back. Uh, so in England, Manchester City is still in first place with 80 points. United behind them with 67 points. They didn't get to play this weekend, so it'd probably be 10 points. Actually, playing Liverpool, they might lose. Yeah, get out of here. Leicester's still sitting in third. United have to play Leicester this weekend. Chelsea are in fourth. West Ham, Tottenham, Liverpool. And then in 12th place, we have Wolves, who tied West Brom Albion. I watched that game, actually. Oh, little Fabio scores a goal. Rained like a motherfucker. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Just extra slippery for Traore, I guess. I said he was, uh, at the beginning of this podcast, he was the opposite of clinical, and that's a goal you score when you're the opposite of clinical. Kicking the ball off your own foot and it going in somehow, yeah, like, yeah. that's like... It was an ugly goal. I <laughs> no, saw no, it. it was a beautiful chip. <laughs> I saw it, I was if like... you watch it the first time, and you're like, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> I don't need to zoom beautiful. in and see what actually happened. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it and I was like, did he mean to do that or was that a complete fuck up? I mean, 
definitely that's what he meant to do was score a goal, put the ball in the net. I guess so. That's one argument to <laughs> that's, have. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he meant to do the end result. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, when you're playing pool and you're like, eight ball, that corner pocket, and then Bung. you fuck up and it hits off like six rails and goes in that corner anyways. Yeah. Still what you wanted to do. You're supposed to call the rails too, honey. You called the shot. Yeah, you're supposed to call the shot. I mean, how do you call the you don't call the you don't call the rails, you just have to call ball and pocket. Yeah. I think even in professional pool. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. How I'm talking talking, maybe downtown in like little Portugal (laughs) in the bars there, there's different those guys got different rules. Yeah, you gotta call banks. What? Yeah. I played. I played games where you can't. You can't fluke a shot. Like you have to call it the, every bounce. No, there's no. F- it's not that you're fluking it, but it's like if you mess up the shot. I mean, yeah, I guess it is kind of a fluke. But it's like as long as it gets to where you said it would go, that's all that matters. You don't have to call like the the specifics in between. Depends on the game. Depends on who you're I've playing. Been, with. Yeah, I've been. I've been in games where you you gotta call play, it. If you're playing with your dad, yeah, you gotta do everything. It's <laughs> perfect. If you're about... playing on a little Fisher Price table, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say in in English Premier League football, you don't have to call a shot. You it just has to go in. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't really all care. That, that's yeah, all that matters. You're not allowed. You're not really supposed to. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. Uh, another big game on the weekend. Tottenham beats Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield is like way bottom of the table, Everyone's so I guess it's up. not that surprising. But Ryan Mason got his uh, 15 minutes of fame. Son had a really good game, and uh, I think one of his goals got disallowed. Oof. It was a nice finish, and uh, Bale got a, a nice, sexy hat trick there. Yeah, so Bale has more goals than Mane right now. Yeah, Mane has I, has not impressed me this year at I, all. I was telling a friend the easiest job in football is uh, following Jose Mourinho because the players hate him so much. By that point, they yeah. don't. They're not even playing for him. You look like a genius no matter what you do because they've lost like five in a row or something, and then. You know, they're not playing well. I mean, they're playing how... super defensive. And then you just say, hey, go out there and just try and score a bunch of goals. And then yeah. they look amazing. And every fan is like, why weren't we doing this the whole time? You win like 10 games in a row like Solskjaer did. You have a job for life. And Ryan Mason, hey, maybe the same. You guys want to hear a good uh, wine pop? Pop yes. it. Yeah, beauty. That was a good one. Did the Tottenham players hate Jose? Have you been fucking paying attention to <laughs> us? Yeah. They must have, because... Did you guys watch All or Nothing? Did yeah. you see all their Instagram the comments? They said they loved him, and they wished him well, the yeah, best. Yeah, after he's fired, of course you say you love him. That's business, yeah. But, yeah, you don't want to burn the bridge or whatever, or be, like, persona non grata, or be known as someone who, like, causes trouble in the locker rooms. Sure, son, I'll sign any day now for Roma. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <be> Can't wait. <laughs> no, I'm he's going to Bayern. Oh, goodbye. Really? Good? Yeah. Good. Good Bayern. Good Bayern. Good Bayern. Right. So, should we just transition to talk about how we think Mourinho's going to do at Roma? I like the move. Yes. That it is. It's a team that doesn't get a lot of hype in, in Syria. I'm, I'm almost excited. I always had a soft spot for them because they were in Rome. They were not Lazio. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, I know Fernando. We should ask Fernando what his take on this. <laughs> thing. Tot, you know, they're, they're the like team the racists of Roma. They're the they're more <laughs> Totti. They're Rossi. Like I always loved them. I always history. really liked those players. You know what I yeah. mean? Never did so well in Europe, but who do they have now? Like don't they someone's got to explain. They have Eden Zeko. Someone's got to explain to me these children feeding off a wolf's teat. Uh, uh, so what that's, is that uh, on, the, on the symbol? Remus thing. and Romulus, and they were two uh, twins born, and they were cast into the wild, and then the the she wolf nurtured them to health, and then one of them, Romulus, went on to found Rome. Ah, the she wolf. Yes, the she wolf. Oh, very interesting. The story of Rome. I'm glad you knew everything about that. Yeah, I went to a fancy university and got a degree <laughs> all about that. Yeah, he's a historian. Big Roman Roman historian. Yes. All right. It's called classical studies. We love it. History is interesting, man. Wish I knew more about it. <laughs> it's all there. It's on Wikipedia. It's all you can just search Wikipedia yeah, you and find everything. Yeah, out, you have bro. no excuses. Nice. <laughs> so but so what, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Marino at Roma? Um, interesting. They. Got rid of one Portuguese coach to get a new one. I'm excited to see Roma kind of be interesting again because I feel like they've been boring. Mm-hmm. I feel like since De Rossi retired, man, like I don't care who's there. I look through their squad and it is. I don't know any of that. <laughs> they got that uh that Zanny kid, the Zaniolo. Zaniolo. Oh, he's yeah. wa- he's wacky. Zaniolo. Zany action. <laughs> the crazy <Zany> contraption. <laughs> the fun is yeah. trapped and it's Zaniolo. And uh they he also have injured for the season, I think. Oh. They have Mikkel Terrian. Oh yeah, 
His best days are behind him. They have Smaldini. They have who I'm predicting is going to be Mourinho's younger brother. (laughs) I thought that was a small Maldini. (laughs) It's Chris Small. It's Chris Small. Yeah, yeah. Who I think is going to be his new favorite because he does have connection to a Portuguese club, which Ah, Brian Brian Cristante is who I'm going to played one season out Benfica. Yes, Ah. and I think that is going to Mourinho's going to ride him like he he, rode Eric Dyer. Well, he probably coached Smalling when he was at United too. Did he get rid of him? I think he did. <laughs> That'll be did. fun. So Roma's the seventh place. They're the red team in seventh place. They're like Liverpool right now. Yeah. They've had better days. They're but, the Italian uh, Liverpool. It'll be interesting who he brings in. Hopefully some Portuguese players because they got a nice kit, that Nike red. I mean, that oh, looks yeah. nice. We can buy that for sure. And I like, then also, I like their, other, their other crest where it's just the wolf's face mm-hmm. in the circle. I like that crest. Yeah, that's a good jersey. And on, then also just like um, how much money they're going to have available. You know, and how wealthy their owners are. Mm-hmm. We'll look into the ownership. Now's the time to invest. Yeah. You know what? They weren't invited into the Super League, though. <laughs> which is good. Which, which is, is cool. why you can still, yeah, you can still feel not bad about uh, rooting for them. That's true. There's not like guys. the other Italian teams who still have not backed out of it. We're like, we're, <laughs> we're, we would still, still do it, it if we want to. <laughs> like, is this happening? <laughs> Speaking of those teams, Inter is crowned champions of the Serie A. Since the departure of Mourinho, and the first time there's been different champions since 2011. Wow. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. I don't know. I hate those leagues. That's the same shit over and over again, like Bayern and... Well, when Ronaldo's playing on one of those teams, they got to keep doing it. Yeah. It's kind of... It sucks that it's the year Ronaldo's there, but um, whatever. He's He's gone years without winning the league. I mean, they want it, man. They wanted it bad. They would fight anybody and uh, fuck anybody. They would fuck anybody and their wives. And their yeah, nice Antonio Conte's winning again. Made an exciting, exciting run for Inter. Oh yeah, you love Antonio Conte. Yeah, not really. Mm, okay. I when he was at Chelsea, he was super boring. I wasn't a big fan. Oh, I thought he was like cool. He was like passionate guy. I don't know. I think they liked bit. the passion, but they didn't like the the type of ball. So then they switched him for sorry, and they went way worse. <laughs> off. Dumbest, dumbest idea ever. I'm Italian sorry, managers were in sorry. fashion. Italian <laughs> managers were in fashion, fashion at that well, time. Well, Chelsea loves Italians. Zola. Yeah, they got Di Zola. Matteo. Di Matteo. I think he's Swiss. Okay. <laughs> no, is he? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Amendments for next week. Um, he can't be Swiss. <laughs> His name is Di Matteo. He There's looks a like a I... little old Italian man. Where'd you get that from? He's not even that old. What are your sources? Uh, I remember searching him up. I think he, he might have okay, played, played for Switzerland internationally. He was born in Switzerland. Yes. Who would he play for? He played uh, former Italian professional football and current manager. Oh. Played for Aston Villa. He was born in Switzerland. (laughs) What international team did he represent? I think Italy. Yeah, he did. He played for Italy. This is why Neil hates us so much. (laughs) (laughs) We don't check the facts. I mean, I just said it. I mean, that would be frustrating. Yeah, to listen to. uh, Um, yeah. Well, let's just talk a little bit about... You want to talk about the team? No, not so much. Actually, I'm trying to think of what I want to talk Juventus, about. Juventus have won the Serie A 36 times. Yes, this is what I want to talk Inter about. just jumped AC Milan. Oh, good for them. They have 19 ACs back there with 18. They're Whoa. sticking it to them. Sticking it's it! Gonna be a race to, it's going to be a race to see who gets that second star. I'll tell you that. Oof. Milan, I'm sure, wants it. I don't think Milan can do it. Ever? They'll not, never not, get to Not never, <laughs> but not anytime soon. They like their little stars. Roma only has three Scudetto. That's yeah. wild. Well, hopefully, Marino's going to try and get <laughs> them their fourth. Genoa has more than them. 14 runner-up. Whoa. For Roma. And Bologna. What happened to these teams that just fell apart? Well, it's good that they have a lot of competition. I mean, like, we were just saying how Portugal only has five winners. These guys yeah. have a bunch. Uh, I, I thought about that, too, when I was putting this together. Me and uh, Patrick were actually just looking up because there was a bunch of social media about uh, Torino and uh, Benfica. Mm-hmm. So apparently... On May 4th, which is today. May the 4th uh, be with you. May the 4th, yes. And also and with also you. And also with Torino. <laughs> lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. <laughs> um, so Torino came to go play for someone's sort of uh, tribute match to Lisbon. And they went there. And this is when Torino was like super hot. So you seal, seals all those 40 years. It was like 48, 49. Mm-hmm. Right after that, uh, they flew back to Torino. And it was very foggy. And they crashed into a basilica. Oh damn! And the the team went down, and then uh, apparently they had to they finished the year with 
youth players, and then the rest of the Serie A teams that were in competition, I think, also finished the year with their their youth players to make it fair, which is very nice gesture. Oh, that's I don't very know awesome. awesome. Solidarity. But then what yeah. do all the superstars do? Uh, I don't the, know. They went to the beach. Just I guess out. so. Yeah, it's Italy in the forties. their lives. But then look, they didn't. They didn't win until nineteen seventy five, seventy six again, and they could have been. They could have been the Juventus. Yeah. I mean, if you look at those years, right? Because those two teams from the same city, Torino could have just as easily like that's. We're talking about Eusebio and uh, <laughs> Sporting. This is also the same thing of like history or fortunes changing, right? Yeah. Just a little like that. You're done, lucky team. Anyways, damn, I didn't know that. That's crazy. A little facts for you. This is a history week. There we go. Sorry, bro. History. <laughs> I was trying to get silly, but everything was dropping down. Yeah, you know? Everything. Fucking falling. What is this, the History Channel? <laughs> the History Channel, baby. Uh, what do we think of Inter Milan's new uh, New Jersey? Disgusting. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Like. I don't I don't think they'll stick with I think this is just like a... Is a mock-up? Yeah, it's a mock-up jersey, but that's their new crest. I don't know. It feels very Yankees. Everything we're talking about with like the simplicity, remember? Didn't we have the, an episode on this? Yeah, like, probably. The simple crest, the JJ. The I'm looking at one right now. Oh, yeah. The thing compared to the old crest, which is very ornate. These things just go in cycles. You know what it reminds me of? Actually, remember in the 1990s, everything was still looking very classic, and then around the millennium, the 2000s, all the hockey teams and everything was like, we yeah. need to change everything. Wacky. We didn't go Zignolo. Yeah, you exactly. know what was the worst was uh, Buffalo. When Buff- Buffalo changed to that weird gray head. I like you know that what? head, actually. You know okay. what? For like five years, I couldn't see it. I thought it was like going to the left. Oh. Okay, so Buffalo. That was abstract. Yeah. The Buffalo one, Calgary Flames had some really fucked up ones. And then the New York Islanders mm-hmm. had that. The, it was a fisherman. The, the fisherman one. Mm-hmm. And they're all so bad. And then once they change it back, like, I think just like this last year permanently, the Calgary Flames change it back to their old one. And you're just like, that is so nice. Why would you ever do anything except that? Uh, We're trying it out. uh, Oh, yeah. They had that stupid horse, flaming horse. Oh, they had the horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they had the horse. But then they also had just like a bunch of shit going on on the jersey that made no sense. And it's just like, just make it simple like it always was. The jersey, yes. Yeah, so here's some other... So anyways, that's what this reminds me of, this sort of moment in soccer where everyone's trying to make it like more simple and more cl- more sleek and more whatever. It's like, this is, we did this in, in North American sports like 10 years ago at the Millennium and everyone changed back. They all reverted back, so, yeah. It's a cycle. Uh, so in Italy... I'll tell you what, if they ever try to pull a ship and Fico, people will lose their minds. They're, they already don't like it when... Oh, the, when uh, they even update it? No, on the new Benfica jerseys, they didn't put all the colors, so they just kind of made it in monochrome. So yeah, red, yeah. I don't like I do I don't I don't like that either. But people were ready to lose it on the team. Yeah, not I think actual fans, but a lot of people on Twitter. Well, you get those people. Maybe they don't buy a jersey that year, and the next year jersey is super popular. Ah, they'll still buy it. <laughs> so it doesn't I'll still buy it for sure. Doesn't yeah. matter then. Uh, so this week in Italy, Adrian Silva scores against Roma as Sampdoria beat them two nothing. And we just talked about this guy the other day. And then he went and scored. Good yeah. for him. He's, uh, he's getting his name out there. Uh, also, Ronaldo bags a brace against Udinese to save the day. Keeps Juve in the hunt for a Europe spot. And uh, puts his, his goal numbers up there. Which he's been... Uh, I feel like he's been quiet. He has been quiet. He hasn't been scoring a lot. He it's hard with such back a shit with, team. Yes. And especially when you're out of everything and you know you're not... Gonna, you're not challenging for the title. That motivation kind of drops. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah. "I gotta do this for myself now." Yeah, yeah. But you know what's crazy? He's not. He's two goals away from Messi this season. He's not that far off. That's believable. But Messi has just been insane in the last like month or two. Messi started the season super slow, and then he's just waking up now. But, yeah, they're not that far off. Ronaldo has 34 goals in total. Messi has 36. And in league goals, it's 27 to 28 for Messi, which he just also scored a brace on the weekend and saved them against Valencia. But, yeah. Juventus has scored as one, like, what what did we say, seven seven straight uh, Scudetto? Uh, Since 2011. So Juventus' season ended when Porto beat them. You know what I mean? They weren't going to win the Scudetto this year. They were pretty much dropped off. They have an old team. They got no coach. Ronaldo, we're all, every Portuguese person, is, or every Portuguese fan of Ronaldo is hoping he leaves Juve. 
So, you know, yeah. once Porto eliminated them, it's like they were cooked. Yeah, we got nothing. Um, but yeah, in the first half of the season, Ronaldo scored 12 goals. Messi did seven. And then since January, Ronaldo has bagged another 15, puts him at 27, and Messi has scored 21. He's single-handedly carried them back into the race. Yeah. How's little Trinkau doing? I don't think he's... I haven't seen him play a lot. Uh, trink out. That's what I'm saying. Oh, shit. Saying wow. Trink out. You're in the camp new, and you're you're holding up that sign. Trink out? Trink out. Wow. Yeah. Hey, man, he's... Like, I feel like Komen subs him on because he's got those five extra subs. When yeah. they're every Whenever they're winning, he's like, sure, go run around out there. But, like, <laughs> I don't think he's... He's any part of like a plan for like a better team. I swear, before when uh, Messi had those games where he was like really going off, uh, I'd swear Trincao was playing a lot of them. Like they he, have, they he, had a bit of dynamic the two of them. Not, I don't know. Not like enough. He's clearly. just he's just getting subbed on. It's like they've spent a lot of money. I think they want to see him. They want to give him a chance to develop, but like it's just not not clicking. I feel like when that uh, Dest guy came back, that's when it, like, or when he started. Playing really well. That's yeah, like it's kind of overshadowing. Yeah, this is a right back, isn't it? Yeah, but he's still just like a new guy that you know. He's like, look how good this guy's doing. Why can't you be that good? Yeah, is Dest good? Same side of the field. Dest is great. Oh. Yeah, Dest is best, bro. <laughs> Dest is best, American, bro. Americano. That uh, scoring race, uh, not too, not too far off. I think Lewandowski is leading them by like two or three goals. Uh, so in Spain, Barcelona, oh, last week they lost to Granada, which lost them some points, so they didn't, they weren't able to jump Atletico this week. Um, Atletico beat Elche, Madrid beat Osasuna, and then Barca beat Valencia on Sunday with 3-2 win over Gige and Correa. Messi scores a beautiful free, free kick. kick. He tied Ronaldo's free kick record this week. 56 Shit. free kicks. All right, let's it, just talk it, about it. all he forms also, of competition. He also tied... The amount of penalties missed because he missed the penalty. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's just weird. Let's let's just talk about who who's a better. I mean, we've never really done a Ronaldo versus Messi thing. We're obviously pro Ronaldo at this yeah, podcast. I felt like there's no point. So there's no point, yeah. and we're just rehashing old things. But let's talk about specifics. Who's a better? Who do you think is a better uh, free kick taker, Ronaldo or Messi? I've always said Ronaldo since the early days. I've had to, actually had this talk with uh, Corey. Mm-hmm. And I would always say that Ronaldo's better. And he's like, no, Messi. He's like, I guess Messi. Messi's free kicks are accurate, and they're just like they're just like little clever, cute little goals. They're never like impressive. No, this week's was impressive. Well, yeah. it was lately. He's he been doing it. some far power ones, but with the the spin on him, yeah. which curl into the top corner. So he hit but, a dink dink man off the post. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Um, I guess Ronaldo's like his style. He's it's slowed down though. He hasn't better, been yeah. scoring. He hasn't been uh, as clutch and as clinical as he used to be. Like when he was in England, like every week, I remember every free kick watching him on United. It was like this is going in. Yeah, Ronaldo until about 2011 because he even did some yeah. good. He did some really nice ones on Madrid too. But then the last half of Madrid, it kind of tapered off. Oh yeah, I don't know if he just couldn't hit the ball the same way anymore because he he did have that over way either overthinking it. it or putting too much power. Kept hitting the wall. The or the yeah. walls. Yeah, yeah, the walls kind of tightened mm-hmm. up, maybe. Off top of your head, favorite Ronaldo free kick? In my head, I don't know who they're what playing against. What Manu, comes to mind? What comes to mind? Manu, The one against Spain, right? That one was good. My yeah. favorite, do you, I don't know if you guys remember, Ronaldo versus uh, Arsenal. Yeah. That yeah. one was from so far out. Oh, my God. Longy free kick. And I think Longy. right before the, the commentator's like, uh, you yeah. can't score from here. Or something. He's, He's Ronaldo, surely not going to go for goal. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. it goes right in. Weak by Almunia, I think yeah, it is. Almunia's an idiot. Joker. I think my one of my favorites is um, just against Sporting. I think it was when he was on Madrid or Manchester, but they got tied up in spo- against Sporting mm-hmm. for in the Champions League group stage, I think. It wasn't a knock. It was a group stage. Why has he always got to turn it on against Portuguese teams? Dude, yeah. this is why I'm saying it's rigged. Like, why would his team face Sporting again? Like, you know what I mean? Like, of all the teams he could face. But anyways, so he faces Sporting, and then he pops one in the corner. He does it the, the face like... Like it's nothing. I'm sorry. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, for I remember. Me. I remember yeah. that. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So that uh, that race is still looking pretty tight. Atletico have two points up on Real and Barca as well. Seventy six to seventy four and seventy four. And then Sevilla lost to Atletic Bilbao, so they're 
I mean, they could still win in a miracle, but probably not gonna happen. If you're gonna, if you're gonna set up this weekend, which is like one of the last weekends of the year, the matchup you have is insane. How yeah. the hell did this work out? Atletico's like, this playing never Barca happens. on Saturday. Atletico's playing Barca and Real Madrid's playing Sevilla. Yeah. This weekend's gonna be nuts. What? Okay. Like, so excited. One verse Strap three. In. Ray one, Hudson's working overtime, baby. One, one verse three and two verse four. That's wild. Yeah, even uh, Germany's looking like that too. Because I think Bayern is playing Borussia Mönchengladbach, who is a good team. Dortmund's playing Leipzig, and then Frankfurt's playing Mainz. Which well, not as hope, good, but not as good. Mm, I just want to say quickly about go back to uh, going back sure. to La Liga. So. This week, I think the game is coming up on Saturday or Sunday. I think it's Saturday. So they had training on Monday, and then the next day they had off. So the day they had training after they went to Messi's house. Oh, Messi a had nice, a party. And Messi had a very nice party with uh, the team. They kind all of build, got Messi. Build, uh, build some camaraderie. And Ooh. Messi's not a guy to do that, really, I don't think. Since, like, He's not a host? I don't. I, yeah, I don't think he's much of a host. He's quiet. Yeah, he seems a little quiet. He, he used to little... be good friends with Suarez. Suarez would have the parties. Yes, yeah, like I feel like he was. He was a Suarez soiree. When it was him, when it was Xavi, Iniesta, Pique, Suarez, Neymar. Right? That was that was game over. That was like we're all friends and we like hanging out with each other and we party. Now he's got all these new guys. I don't think he's had them over yet, and he like doesn't want to like really mingle with them. Yeah. So maybe this is him saying like. Okay, we have to do it like we did back in the old days. We gotta all be friends, and we all gotta fucking party together, and we gotta win together. And you know this what I is mean? how we win the league in the I, last fucking two weeks. I think, yeah, I feel like it was PK pr- pushing it, being like, "Come on, I bring Shakira. We bring the vibes. Let's go party, man. I'm a big party guy. Oh, I'm turning into German. Turn Sorry, that's German. It's party. <laughs> no, I always do a German party guy, like a <laughs> like a Steve man. Martin. Do a PK. Do a PK party guy. Uh, yeah, I like to party, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> he had a couple years in Manchester. Yeah. Some, he knows English, sure. Yeah. No, no, yeah. So I think I, I, I'm feeling like uh, they, they're feeling they're feeling themselves right yeah. now, Barca. But they also kind of got in trouble COVID-wise for that. They were like, well, I guess I'm having a party. Did they? Uh, that came up in the news, but also they yeah, train together every day. They, yeah, sh- they like, shower together. I'm sure they're fine. They're in a bubble. Yeah, I bet this Aren't party they was so late. Now? Probably, <laughs> it's all it, yeah. So Maybe. it was it was wives and girlfriends and then um and the cl- and the teammates. I bet they all ran off and played FIFA together. <laughs> you and think all, that's what they yeah, do? And parties? all the wives are like, "What are these losers doing?" <laughs> Messi's not a fun party guy. Like he's not as fun as Maradona. I bet there was no cocaine there. <laughs> they yeah. just yeah. like oh, to, they just like to get those little metal cups with the straws. You ever seen yeah, those? Those thing. weird little teas. South American. Yeah. Let's go have some tapas. Oh, okay. Lego what? Lego uh, uh. uh. PSG no, no, beat no. Lens two one. Lille beat Nice two nothing. Lyon beat Monaco three two. Uh Lille still in the lead with seventy six points. PSG right behind them with seventy five. Monaco seventy one in third and Lyon in fourth with seventy. Lille still making that push. I don't know how uh, PSG is gonna respond after losing in the Champions League. I hope they stay butthurt. That's what I hope. Yeah, that would be fun. I think, uh, yeah, that's what... You can do it. Maybe, they'll, maybe they will be like that, where they're just like, now we have nothing else to focus on. Let's go hard on the league. Yeah. But there's only, what, three games left? I can only imagine there'd be mo- at most three. Lille yeah. just has to win their games, you know? Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Lille. Uh, in Germany, nothing happened this weekend. Oh, there was that, I think they had their cup, cup final. And Dortmund won... Again, I don't remember, but that one guy broke his leg really bad. Did you see that? He was, no. like, running, and he went, and his knee, like, inverted the other way. He just landed on it weird. That's crazy. Who was yeah. that? Uh, I don't remember. I think he was Spanish. Oh. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be out for a couple weeks. A couple weeks? <laughs> <laughs> he took a nice little picture with a leg brace on. What kind, of, what kind of doctors they have in Germany in a couple of weeks? You broke your leg. You'll be out for a couple weeks. The best doctors. The best. They got Mengele, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other Portuguese news. Nanny scores again. This guy can't stop. Um, Portugal or one of the Sean Gillen or someone, they tweeted, they're like, is Nanny now in contention for a Euro spot? No. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. What do you guys think? 
I think it's a really nice goal. Like, he's just, like, toying with the MLS defenders. Like, it's nothing to him. Because they're MLS defenders. I know. He makes <laughs> them look like they are, too, which is great. Yeah. Well, in the words of Ibrahimovic, he's a Ferrari and all these people are Fiats around him. Oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, other news. Shout out Kyle Lahren. He scored uh, four goals as Besiktas beats Hataya Spore mm. uh, 7-0. And but he, he came to Besiktas. Yes. Anymore? Wow, that's what I had to say. Jeez. Uh, yeah. We got well, some. We don't have Bas- we don't, Kyle Laren. We don't have Basiktas over here. He went to Basiktas. Got Kyle Laren and Atiba Hutchison. Basiktas legend, Atiba Hutchison. Well, also, Karajma's a Basiktas legend. Uh, I think Atiba Hutchison. We should all be very proud of that. We are. Uh, shout out to uh, Kyle Laren. Uh, apparently, Bruma's been doing well in Greece. He scored a couple goals in the last couple weeks. Bruma. And. Um, Thomas Steves at Reading has been scoring. He's a defender. I think he's on loan from Porto or Porto Sol. Yeah, he's a wing back, right? A wing back? Oh, well. We didn't even know what position he plays. Yeah, there's too many people. Yeah, too many people. True. What do you do? He's in the championship, right? Exactly. No one watches that. <laughs> uh, okay, Juan Wonder. Oof. What are we oh. thinking, boys? What are we thinking? Ronaldo? For me, it's... Uh, yeah, Ronaldo did good. For me, it's a toss-up between Bruno and uh, Ruben. No, Ruben. Oh. I got I got to go with Cristiano Ronaldo. The man, the main man. Two goals for his own team to win them the game essentially. I and mean, he hasn't been he hasn't been doing well lately, but lately he's come on. <laughs> lately he's been coming. <laughs> he's been coming to the field. Yeah, I I I can buy that. I I I think I'll say Ronaldo. It's been a while. He hasn't won one since we started this. He won the very first week, and we were all like, man, this guy's probably going to win every week. Hasn't won since, so you know what? Fuck it. Ronaldo. It's good that he proved that he could still do it, because like, coming into the Euro with him slumping for so long, I think everyone was pretty much like, we're only a month out of the Euro, or maybe less, or no, a month and a half or I something. No. And we're like, this guy's not scoring. He's not even playing well. He's not doing good on Juventus. I mean, I, I was kind of worried. I think Juventus isn't doing well. It's I think good. Ronaldo's doing perfectly fine. It's good, <laughs> it's good to know that he, can still, he still got it. Yeah. There's an open invitation to Ronaldo to come here and pick up his trophy for Joao Wonder. Absolutely. Yes. I'll have that made at any time. All right. He's got it. Yeah. It's one of these guitars around here. <laughs> Maybe that trumpet. Well, you saw that ad for, uh, what was it, Naj or something, where he's a, he's a rock star? Oh, yeah. He might want, he might want a... He wants a guitar. He might want a guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, just want to let all our listeners know, follow us at Joao underscore Wonder on Twitter, on Instagram, at The Portugal Corner, as well as on YouTube. Uh, if questions and comments, email us at theportugalcorner at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating and review. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yes. Especially if you made it this far. Yeah, how the Whoa, hell did you make it? We love you. You probably skipped through it. That's okay. I'll go.